Good day, sweet ass humans of the world. I welcome you to the Back on Track podcast brought to you by I am somebody. I am your host, Jennifer Bulbrook, and I am dedicated to offering you a unique experience through inspiration and motivation by showing you that you are somebody. In this space, I share personal experiences, I discuss serious issues such as mental health, and we work through the process of having our thoughts serve us by incorporating new techniques into our daily lives. There will be sensitive topics being discussed as well as profanity being used at times. And at I Am Somebody, we own who we are because we are somebody. Okay, folks, today we are going to talk about something that we all love so much, rejection. Yeah, such a fun topic, isn't it? Rejection. I don't think many people like rejection, to be quite honest, but what we should do is actually embrace it. But rejection brings in fear instead of confidence. We allow our fear stand in the way of feeling worthy, and we should not do that. And we should not allow rejection to do that. Are you a people pleaser? Do you want to please everyone? Do you fear just the thought of rejection? Like when you heard me say rejection, did you cringe? Did you like, oh shit? Did you get that like icky feeling in your stomach? Not sure if you are aware of this, and I'm not passing judgment. Believe me, I am not. Hell, I myself am a people pleaser, but I hate to break it to you. I'm not sure if you knew, but people pleasers are actually liars. They are so worried about pleasing people that we say things like, oh, that's delicious, even though we couldn't stand it. It was gross, ew, yuck. But yeah, we loved it. It was great. Give me another slice. Or I would love to have McDonald's, although I really want a steak or some fish. In order not to feel or deal with rejection or the disapproval of others, we end up spending so much time doing nothing. That is exactly what was happening to me. I was doing things I had no interest in doing. I was eating things that I did not feel like I wanted to eat. Hell, I was eating when I wasn't even hungry. I would talk about things that frankly I could care about two fucks about. I was not voicing my opinions. I wasn't voicing my needs or my wants. And why? All just so I would not have to deal with anyone being disappointed or upset with me. Recently, I made a commitment to myself that the only person now need I to please is me. Yes, that is right. Me, Myself, not my boyfriend, not my family, not my friends, not even my kids. 
Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to be selfish from this day forward and only do what I want and not think of anyone else. But what I'm saying is that I am not going to reject myself to protect myself from being rejected by others. It is time for me to take responsibility for not only myself, but for my circumstances, my problems, my results. If I was not going to act and speak up for myself now, then who was going to do that? Nobody was going to do it for me. How was I supposed to expect to live a happy life? Being a people pleaser and trying to please everyone except for really myself? That's like basically giving all of my power away to everyone and anyone who wanted it, except for me. When you're a people pleaser, our default answer to someone asking us to do something for them is almost always yes. Only for us to then suffer the consequences later on as we realize that we really do not want to do this. We do not have the time to do this. For whatever reason, we just don't want to do it. We would prefer to be doing something else, but now we are doing this because we said yes, because we do not know how to say no. While you're getting used to implementing those boundaries where we need to stop pleasing people, We need to implement boundaries to stop pleasing people and saying yes to ourselves. But I know that's not an easy task and it's definitely not easy to jump from saying yes all the time to saying no when you really want to say no. It's not an easy jump. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to practice by using some stalling techniques. Not all the time, but there will be times where somebody will ask me a question and I'm going to say, yeah, I do want to do that. And there's going to be someone who asks me to do a favor for them and I'm going to like, right away, I'm going to say, no, I definitely don't know I don't want to do that. But there's going to be times where people are going to ask me to do them a favor or ask me something and I'm going to be hesitant because I'm not sure what I want to do with that. Do I want to? Do I have the time? Do I want to make the time? Do I want to shift my schedule around? Do I have to like, so for those times I have a stalling practice. It's going to help me not say no, but it's going to help me not say yes. And that is what I need right now. For example, um, my boss asked me to pick up shifts at the bar while she is looking to hire someone else. And my response as a stalling technique, because I'm not a hundred, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. I have my ifs and ands, my why's and I do and why's I don't. So what I can say to her would be, right now, I can't commit to taking extra shifts while you fill the position, but let me take a closer look at my schedule and I will let you know tomorrow or within the next day or two. Gives you some time to do your pros and con lists, figure out what it is you want. Are you saying yes for you? Are you saying yes just for them? Or what if somebody asks you 
to they need your help with something for example i um have you know i'm starting my own business plus i work at a bar plus i have my family life my kids my boyfriend my home taking care of the dishes the cleaning the laundry all that kind of jazz groceries all that kind of stuff and um i had um been helping another friend out with something of their um, problem. And then I had another person ask, come up to me and ask me if I would mind um, filling out some legal paperwork for them um, for a divorce they were doing. And I I wanted to help because I, I like this person and I wanted to be able to help them. But I also knew that I had a lot going on during the time that they asked me. And I, you know, of course, said yes, right away. Um, But, um, you know, the good thing is, is they were waiting for paperwork and stuff. And then they recently, you know, asked me again. And um, I really, like I said, have a lot going on in that. So my answer wasn't so much a yes this time as it's, you know, at this point in time, I don't know if I'll be able to really take on that project like we had discussed. Um, I'm not really in that position to do that right now. I just have a lot going on. But let me take a look at my calendar and I will see if um, and when I'll be able to maybe be able to do this for you or maybe I can give you um, a name to someone that can help you. So I didn't say yes, but I didn't say no. But I also have now this stuff on these questions and these these um, requests of me on my mind. And I don't want to be sitting in stager. I don't know, confusion that will serve me. None, 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 none does not serve. So I want to make a a decision as quickly as possible. But I also want to outweigh: Am I doing this for me, or am I doing this for them? It really gives you time to think why you're doing it, and is it you know, is it going to serve you? Is it going to harm you? These are the questions you want to ask and these are the questions you want answers to prior to answering. But like I said, you want to answer these questions as soon as possible. You do not want to sit in confusion for long because that is an indulgent emotion. It gets you nowhere. It serves no purpose. It will keep you stuck in this action of doing nothing. So quickly do your pros, your cons, why you would want to help, why you don't want to help, figure out which is going to serve you best and then go with that answer, answer them and then move on. 100% that is what you do. Of course, as you get more used to implementing your boundaries, saying no becomes easier. The process of pros and cons of doing someone a favor on the spot and you you can think of those things immediately in your head and you'll be able to answer more quickly as you practice these boundaries and the awareness and your self-control and all that jazz. But until then, it's absolutely helpful to stall as you needed. But again, like I said, do not make it a stall of a day, two days, three days, four days. Make it a stall of give me a few minutes, you know, let me think about it. I'll get back to you tomorrow. But that gives you time to, you know, do your list and figure that out. Okay. 
So as I said, rejection will always be there no matter what. So why should we be afraid of it? If it's always going to be there, why not embrace it? Why not expect it? Why not just know it's there? It exists. It could happen. You can experience it. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. Rejection will always be there no matter what we do. We cannot please everyone. We will always have those people looking down on us, wondering what the fuck are we doing? And that is okay. Let them sit back. Let them judge us. No need to fret about it. Take the time to embrace it because confidence comes from our willingness to experience the rejection of others. So embrace it. Do what you want. Do what you love and be willing to accept that you will have haters out there no matter what you do. Rejection is not a big deal. Think about it. We all get rejected. In fact, we all even do the rejecting. It's not the end of the world. It's part of our human experience. If you really want to think about it anyways, rejection is what we make it and how we decide to think about it and feel about it. So I am going to ask you, take a commitment, make a commitment, take a commitment, make a commitment to yourself from this day forward. You are the only person you are setting out to please. Now, like I said, I don't mean to be selfish. I mean, take notice of what you want and what you need and use your voice to express it. Don't just say yes to say yes. Don't just say yes because you're afraid of hurting someone's feelings because remember, you do not have that power. Rejection does not have to be a bad thing. You can make rejection anything you want it to be. You can make it mean anything you want it to mean. So why are you going to make it mean something bad? Make it mean something good. All right, guys, I want you to practice this week. Practice of pleasing you. What do you want? Ask yourself these questions, especially when somebody asks you something to do something for them. Ask you a task to do or whatever the case may be. Really think and ask yourself, is this something I want to do? Am I doing it for me? Am I doing it for them? Am I doing it for both of us? Is this going to serve me? Is this something I'm going to regret? Only you can answer that. Alrighty, guys. That is all I have for today. A very quick, very quick, 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 quick topic of rejection. Like I said, rejection doesn't have to be a bad thing. Embrace it. Find a way to love it. Find a way to make it a lesson for you or a goal or whatever it will do for you to sit there and be like, yeah, rejection, not that bad because it's not. Rejection is what you make it. So why do you choose to think of it as a bad thing? 
why not think of it as a good thing? Why not think of it as just not even a good or a bad thing? It's just rejection. Rejection is just rejection. It doesn't have to be good or bad. You don't have to think of it as good or bad. Rejection. Or you can think of it as good and bad. It's one of my new techniques I've been doing lately. I've been replacing my or with and. So I would say, yeah, you know, they have good and bad qualities. That's right and wrong. There are parts that are right, parts that are wrong. She's right and wrong. Oh, that was good and bad. Not or, but and. It balances out a bit. 50-50. Because remember, life, our human experience, it's all about 50-50. Alrighty, guys, that's all I got for you for today. So pick up my self-worth planner. It's the first of many of my published self-help planner series, which you may find on my website. Hopefully, by the time this is published, my planner will be out in the meantime. If you want, you can find planners, you can find information, resources, worksheets, all that kind of stuff. And you can also go into my monthly coaching program called The Squad, and you can find all of that stuff. Plus, we can apply it all in real time and work together. And you can join me at www.iamsomebody2, as in the number 2.ca. And let's work together. All right, guys, thank you again for tuning in. I know there's thousands and thousands of podcasts out there, and you've all chosen to listen to me. I appreciate and love every single one of you. And I welcome any reviews or any recommendations you may have for me. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and share it with your family and friends. And remember and say it with me and say it with confidence. I am somebody. Alrighty, guys, go out there and get rejected this week. Love you all.